0: Father, you're worthy of it all. Thank you for all that you do for us. But today as we open the Word, I thank you that there be open hearts and receptive ears to receive the Word tonight, today. Make my tongue as the pen of a ready writer that the Word may be revealed so each individual can live in line with your Word. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> you know, people are always wanting more of God and things of God, but you've got to believe that there's more for you before you can receive. Look at Paul, the apostle, in Philippians 3, starting with verse 12. Not that I have already attained, or am I already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting the things which are behind, and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus." Now here, Paul is stating that he has not attained everything yet, that God has more for him. He believed, even though with all that he had accomplished, he believed there was still more, God still had more for him. In order to press on to receive that, you gotta believe that God has more than what you have right now. You know, it seems like sometimes people They press in and God blesses them and they receive spiritual and natural blessings and they just sort of seem satisfied. They're comfortable. But you know what? We're not supposed to just rest and be comfortable with what God has given us. We are to press on into receiving more of what God has for us. You know, there are some people that complain about not having enough or that they never have any changes in their life. It's because they become satisfied with where they're at and they're not reaching forward to the other things that God has in store for them to receive and do. You know, we've got to lift up our eyes and realize that God is a much more God. He has much, 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 and you can't say it too much <laughs> for us to receive. You know, we have got to avoid thinking that we have reached and we have gotten everything that God has for us. The enemy would like to tell you, hey, hey, man, look, look where you are now and look where you came from, look what you have. He would love to get you to just to be satisfied with what you have now when God has a whole lot more for you. You know, I guess I may be different than most people but I never could settle for second best or second place people with that attitude, they have the attitude, well, that's good enough. Good enough never was. I mean, it, it, if you wasn't first, as far as I'm concerned, you are last. I mean, you. some people are dissatisfied with being on the team. I never was dissatisfied being on the team. I had some friends when I was in high school. They're dissatisfied that they made the team. I wasn't satisfied until I was on the field playing. I didn't didn't go to practice. I didn't go through all that I went through just to sit on the bench. And I noticed that the guys sitting on the bench, they didn't work that hard in practice. The coach notices it. See, some people have got, God has blessed them. Now they're satisfied. And they're just going through life. When God has a whole lot more for you, if you'll just get in the Word and begin to study the Word, you'll find that you haven't even, as they say, touched the, you haven't even touched all that there is. You have just made a, you've just made a dent. You haven't even made a big splash yet. God has more. You know, what I see that happens with people as they start out so excited about God, so excited about all the things of God, but as they go through life and things happen, situations happen, you know, all of a sudden, they're not as excited. They're not as motivated as they were in the beginning. Anybody ever seen some people like that? Well, I've got a few hands. You know, there there is a great example of this in the Word of God. The Israelites. Man, they, they had... Wanted out of Egypt they believed God God delivered them from Egypt, for Egypt man they started out they you know they crossed the Red Sea and they had all kinds of miraculous things happen and they were believing for the promised land but they got to the entrance to go into the promised land and 10 people that went over there looking at the land came back and said oh it's everything God said it was it is fantastic but we can't go there the giants are in the land two of the twelve that went said we can do it God has said that he would give us the land But those that were excited in the beginning because the 10 said, we can't, the giants are there and they never received all that God had for them. Their kids and grandkids did, but they didn't. You see, they were, because of the report they received, they were no longer motivated to move forward into the promised land. You know, so many times people start out good, but they get a negative report or somebody says something to them, says, I don't know why you're doing that. You, you can't do it anyway and they lose that motivation and they quit believing that God has more for them. They quit believing that they can receive everything that God has because the enemy comes to them and tells them, you just ought to be thankful that God saved you and you you where you are now. Just relax, don't try to, don't push the envelope. Don't try to get more because you just need to be thankful with what you got now. Sometimes that's what the enemy says and people relax and say, okay, oh, well, that's good. You know, that's really, that's really true, isn't it? Man, look where I was and look where I am now. I just need to be satisfied that I got here. No, you need to be dissatisfied with satisfaction because there's more. God has more for you than you've ever gotten yet. He has more in store for you. Oh yeah, somebody said, yeah, spiritually. No, naturally also. God wants us to be successful in the natural and the spiritual. Thank God for the spiritual side, but do you realize there are two sides. We live in two worlds at the same time the natural world and the spiritual world, and God wants us to be successful in all of them. You know why I know that? I go read about Abraham and how God blessed him and made him success in the natural as well as the spiritual because he believed. You see, we must believe what the Word says. Psalm 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Psalm 37, three and four. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pastures. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, saying to you, once everything you desire when you pray? Believe that you receive, and you shall have. John ten ten. I've come that you might have life, and have it like this. Translation says to the full. I like that. Second Corinthians eight and nine. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that through he, though he were rich, yet he forsake he he. Yet for your sakes, he became poor so that you might through his poverty become rich. Philippians four nineteen. my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. First John 1, 2, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as his soul prospers. And the NLT says it like this, dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body and and as strong and you're strong in spirit, I like that. you know I've told you this before, but i it's where it fits right in here. My grandma Rooker, my mom's mom, she was a good cook and she liked to cook for people, and she always back when I was a kid, five, four, five, six years old, seven, she all on Sunday, she always had a bunch of people from the church come to the house the preacher and all of the bunch of people come to the farmhouse for, for, for lunch. Any old enough to remember when we used to go to somebody's house for lunch on Sunday morning, on Sunday after church? Well, grandma, man, she would lay out a spread I mean, it just, just wasn't, you know, it always was some fried chicken and and some ham, maybe a roast. She always had at least two meats and all kinds of vegetables and potatoes and beans and whatever. And then she always had some kind of dessert. She made a pineapple coconut cake that had a hard icing on it that, not, <laughs> She never wrote the recipe down and she took it with her to her (laughs) grave. We've often, my sister and I have often wondered, even Lynette, because she's ate some of Grandma's cake, have wondered why we didn't, it was really a good cake and why we didn't get her recipe or not. I don't know whether you are old enough, some of you are, that the older people, they they just went in the kitchen and just started just started mixing stuff up. They didn't measure it, they just mixed it up. They'd taste it till it tasted right. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And so, you know, you'd be eating and one of the bowls would start to get a little empty. And she said, go ahead, eat it all you want. There's more where that came from. That's what we need to realize when we receive things from God and God blesses us, we receive spiritual blessing, we receive natural blessing. What we gotta realize is there's more where that came from. Don't be satisfied just cause you got a little bit. Hello. See, we need to realize that he has more of everything we need, whatever it is. You know, just pull up to, pull up to God's table and take all you want of healing and all you want of, of financial blessing, all you want, just keep, just keep spooning it out and you'll find out that that bowl will never run dry. Just like the woman with the little bit of oil, she kept pouring and pouring and pouring and it never ran out because that's God's way of blessing you as you continue to follow him and let him lead you and guide you. You'll find you'll never be in like. You'll never be behind. You'll always have more than you need. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That wasn't in these notes, you know. You know, we, we have a right to ask God for our material blessings. He told us that he, we did. We have a right to ask for the spiritual blessings. But it only comes when you know what the Word says. You just don't go off. You got to know what what the word says. You got to know what's there before you can possess it. Hello. Now, a lot of people, if something goes wrong, they want to blame God. Well, my dad wrote a little book called "Don't Blame God." because we really need to realize that God's not causing the trouble, the enemy is. You see, I have seen in my lifetime many people that they lose some of their natural resources, their natural things, their material things, and they want to blame God. Well, if you, keep, if you keep your heart right with God, and keep knowing what his word says and keep believing what his word said, you can be restored even more than you had to start with. Go back and look at a man by the name of Job. He lost everything. It tells you how much he had that he lost. If you get to the end and you look and see, it says he had twice as much as he did to start with. If the enemy comes in and steals from you, you keep believing God, keep trusting him, and you'll come out with more than you had lost in the first place. That's the way God is. You know, we've got to learn to believe Learn that there is more for us. Believe that there's more for us, and go after the more. Say the with me: much more. God has much more than I've ever received. Hallelujah. You know, let, let, let's look at let's look at Luke five, Luke five three, Luke five three. Then he, that's Jesus, got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little bit from land. And he sat down and he talked to multitudes from the boat. When he stopped peeking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I let the net down. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled the boat, and so, both boats, so that they began to sing. Now, here, Peter is learning how to tap into the much more. Now see, they had fished all night. Now, if you know, they they were commercial fishermen. If you know anything about it, they come in, they have to take all their nets and they clean them and they get them ready and they put them, get them, fold them up, get them ready for to go out the next night. They fished at night and they hadn't caught anything. So there they were on the shore and Jesus used Peter's boat to go out because the people was pushing him so much, he went out a little bit in the boat and then he taught the people. When he finished, he, that's when he told Peter, launch out there. And now that, he said, launch out in the deep and let your nets down. Now he's talking to a man that his profession was fishing. He knows this is not the time to go out there because we do it you do it at night. This is not the time to go fishing. Now Jesus told him to do something or Jesus told him told him what to do really and then he had to do something he had to believe what Jesus said more than his fisherman's sense okay his fisherman sense said the nets are all clean where we've got everything ready to go when it's time. And now here he wants me to go out again. But you see, when they believed that there was much more, even though they hadn't caught anything, they believe what Jesus said and they got a net breaking boat sinking load of fish you see when God says it we've got to believe it and even though that didn't make any fisherman sense Peter did it anyway and he got to much more he got more than a normal catch. Hello. Amen. See, God knows the natural; He created it. He knows where the abundant supply is, Amen. and if you listen, He'll guide you and say, "Well, I'm not going after." Hey. If you listen, he'll guide you to the good deal. If you'll listen, he'll help you with your sales. Hello? You see, God is interested in much more in our natural life. He is also interested much more in our spiritual life. But the more you get involved in the spiritual side, the more He reveals Himself in the natural side. Hello, you know, people need you know people need to pray and believe God. That's the man I had preached in Africa in nineteen seventy-eight, I was preached there and. Uh, I just preached to him about if you believe God he has he he can give you more than you need he can take care he will take care of you and so I went back a couple three or four years later I went back and this one man he he had showed he, he had a nice house and by a big tree and so forth and so on and uh, he said look at my house look at my house and I it looked about the same. He said, Don't you see it? And I said, See what? He said, I have a tin roof instead of a grass thatch roof. Well, see, that was to him, that was that was prosperity. He said, Let me tell you the story. Now, there over there, each son got so much land, and so they grow sugarcane. They were having a drought and nobody was ha- hardly growing any cane at all. And he said, you was teaching that God wants to bless us and all we have to do is believe that he can and will. And so I just went out and walked around my field and said, thank the Lord that I would have a good, a, a, a good crop of sugarcane when it didn't look like it. But he said, I wanna tell you what, I stood right here on this ground and watched and got wet because it rained on my property and nobody else is around me. (laughs) And not only did he have a crop, he had a bumper crop and guess what? Nobody else had sugar cane to sell but the so the demand the, the 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 supply was less than the demand. What happens to the price on the market? It shoots way up. You see, that's the way God shows thee that He's got much more. He just didn't get a regular crop of his sugar cane. He had a double crop. Come on now. You understand what I'm trying to tell you today? You see, we've got to hear God's word concerning whatever situation it is we're in. And we've got to hear and understand God's promises for every one of our situations. And then we've got to believe those promises. I'm talking talking about walking both sides of the fence. I'm talking about both sides of the road. I'm talking about both tracks. You ever seen a train run on one track? Uh, If you have, you've seen it derail too and crash, right? We are a two track individual. We are a spiritual individual living in a natural world at the same time, we live in a spiritual world, so we develop in both areas, As the more we develop in the spiritual area, the more we'll have in the natural area. You just gotta believe that, that's what the, I believe it, I've watched it happen in my life, i watched it happen in a man's life, that I got his name, I watched, I lived in that house, I watched it happen, and I know that it works. Now, I'm, didn't, I'm not telling you that you won't go through some things. I'm not telling you that it'll fall on you like he used to say, ripe cherries off a tree. But I can tell you one thing. If you stay with the word, it will bring you the results when it's all said and done. Come on now. We got to, you know, we got to declare what the word says. Peter declared, nevertheless, at your word, when it doesn't seem feasible, when it doesn't seem like it's the right thing to do, we've got to say, but your word says it. I believe it. That settles it. Come on, Lord, here we go. Hello. See, we've got to decide what we believe. Did you know you can be saved and born again and go to heaven and not believe and receive any of the benefits that the Word of God tells you? But I want to tell you what. I want everything that belongs to me. I want to receive everything that belongs to me. The best way to learn how to do that is to get in the, in the redemptive realities in him who you are in him, what you have because you're in him, what you can do because of you're in him. Hallelujah, in him, read them. That's, that's called the Pauline revelation. That's Paul's revelation. Actually, that is the basic foundation of the authority of the believer, who we are in Christ, you know, and then we have to press in. And we have to take it. This is our promised land. Just as the Israelite, God promised them the land, but he said, you got to possess it. The same thing goes with us. God promises the benefits, but we've got to do what it says to possess everything that this word says. I believe this word. I believe what it says and I believe it will get me what I need, when I need it, where I need it, because God said it. Heavenly Father, I've just taken a few moments to remind these people today of your word concerning us not being satisfied where we are, but to press on into the much more I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anybody get anything this morning? Don't be satisfied for where you are. Move on. God has more for you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Would you bow your heads with me for just a moment? I never like to have a service that I minister that I don't give an opportunity for somebody to find Jesus or somebody to rededicate their life to the Lord. You know, some people start out and they, they just get off track and they need to come back and say, Lord, I'm sorry, and rededicate their life. Or you may be born of the Spirit. You may be born again, but you've never been filled with the Spirit. According to Acts chapter 2 verse number 4, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak with tongues, the Spirit gave them utterance. Anybody on any one of those three invitations in this building right now. I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you, but I can't do that if I don't know who you are. So would you just please slip up your hand? You need Jesus. need to rededicate your life or you would like to be filled with the precious Holy Spirit. Anybody in this room, anywhere, downstairs, upstairs, I believe there's a hand over here. Upstairs, downstairs, wherever. There's another hand over here on this side. Anybody else, anywhere, in the whole building. This is your opportunity to change your life forever. You can't get to much more that I'm talking about until you become born again by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Everyone stand, please. Just like I said, I wanna pray with you and I'm gonna pray for you, so I'm gonna go right down front here. If you raised your hand, should have raised your hand, wanted to raise your hand, I want you to step out and come meet me right down here so I can pray with you like I said I would. So come on right now as they sing. Come on.
1: If you raise your hand,
0: should have raised your hand, wanted to raise your hand, come on now. God bless you. Just stand right here. We'll wait for some more. Come on. I believe there was another, more people raised their hand. There's some of you that should have raised your hand. Come on. And some of you wanted to raise your hand, but you you let fear stop you. Come on now. Just step out in that aisle and come on down here. I'm gonna wait on you. You're upstairs. Right? Ushers will help you get down here. I'm gonna wait just another minute. I think there was another hand or so that was raised. Don't let the enemy stop you from receiving. Come on now. Hallelujah, thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Reach your hands out Heavenly Father I thank you for this dear lady that has come I thank you she receive every spiritual need In her life met today In Jesus name, Amen You see Greg and Christy I want you to go to them with them to a special place Where you can be prayed with individually and in depth Okay? Go right with them right now Hallelujah Praise the Lord Praise God. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I like it when we have people come. I just wanted to remind you of all of these. So many times we get so burdened down with all the stuff that's going on in our lives and situations that we forget just how much God has for us. Just because you've received a little bit, don't stop. Keep on going. He has more. Hallelujah. Hey, Connection team, go find our first-time guest. Take them out to the lobby to receive a very special gift we have for them. If you're looking for a church home, what do we say, church? Church welcome home come and join us we have a great time around here serving God bringing hope help and healing to the world amen don't forget all the announcements that have been made the prayer announcements uh, all of the announcements the International Rhema Day coming up hallelujah tonight 6 o'clock Wednesday night Special, our power they're going to sing a chorus let all of our staff get to the doors where am I going? I'm going east so I go out that way alright, they're going to sing a chorus and they'll dismiss you we'll see you tonight